0: Welcome to the Girl Gang Craft Podcast, where we dive in deep to all things business, wellness, creativity, and activism for artists and entrepreneurs. We talk with impactful, female driven companies and founders for an inside look at the entrepreneurial experience, where you'll come away with tangible steps to elevate your business. Are you ready? I'm your host, Phoebe Sherman, founder of Girl Gang Craft, artist and designer and marketing obsessed. We're here to learn together how to expand our revenue, implement new organizational techniques, and cultivate best business practices as we work towards creating a life doing what we love. Let's get started. Hello, Girl Gang Craft community. So, today we're going to be talking about outsourcing. How do you know when you're ready for help? Most of us know the vibe, we're busy. And we feel like all of these tiny little tasks take a huge amount of time. But the money isn't necessarily there yet to hire someone. And it feels super scared to even think about taking on help. And like, do you hire them as an employee? Are they a contractor? What do we even do? But here's the thing. Paying someone to help you can actually bring in more money. It's true. Even if you have another job, maybe even especially if you have another job because you're working in those after hours, right? And you have less time. So ultimately, it is a decision about time versus money, the ultimate decision, really. Which is a more limited resource, time or money? Which do you have more access to? Even if the money isn't exactly there yet, there is a certain kind of a deep trust that happens when you take on someone on your team. You have to believe they're either going to bring in more money directly for you or free up your time so you can bring in more money. I'm going to be super transparent as always. So, for instance, I charge $250 for a coaching session. So, isn't my time better spent in a coaching session earning $250 an hour rather than responding to my emails? Or I could pay someone, let's say, $20 an hour to respond to my emails for me and spend my time having more coaching sessions at that $250 an hour, right? You see the value in that? So when I have someone doing the things that drain me or just doing things that can be done by other humans, I can spend time doing things that can only be done by me. So these things include coaching or creating content, recording podcast episodes, hopping on lives, planning classes, et cetera. Whereas I can teach someone else to answer my emails or post the Instagram stories, manage our Pinterest and bring in brand partnerships. So I want you to start thinking about the things that drain you and the time sucks. For instance, hanging out in my inbox, it just exhausts me. I mean, I love chatting to you all, even in my DMs or in classes, but answering questions in my inbox all day, it just doesn't make sense. It is also not a very proactive way to work. This is just reacting to the requests and questions. And if I spend most of my time reacting and communicating instead of creating, then there isn't much left to the business, is there? So Other things that drain me or take up time. When I started this business with the uterus pouches, I was hand screen printing three layers of the uteruses. So if you're unfamiliar to screen printing, you have to put on each layer one at a time and you have to like dry in between each layer. So that's three colors, blue, pink, and black on each piece of fabric. And then I was cutting up the pieces and then sewing them together. And I grew up sewing and I've sewed my whole life, but it doesn't really light me up. Or rather, sewing the same thing over and over isn't really for me. And honestly, I'm not great at it. I'm messy. So I hired a seamstress. She sewed my pouches for me and saved me so much time. Later, the seamstress also sewed dresses for our Divinity Dress collab with Roxanne Roxanne. And I even pay her to sew on all my Girl Craft labels on my clothes these days. By hiring a seamstress, my items were honestly made better. And I made more time to grow the biz and plan events and design new items. So same goes for the screen printing of our items. So I work with John John of the Grease Diner to screen print our clothes. Yes, I could do all of the printing myself. And just John John works at the Grease Diner in Oakland, California. I'm in Oakland. But yeah, so I could do all the printing myself, but that would take all day. And so instead, I just drop off my clothes down the screen and John does it instead. So yes, I pay a chunk of cash to get this handled, but this price is added to my bottom line and included in my pricing. So the above businesses, both my printer and my seamstress, were not directly a part of my team, right? They have their own businesses and I pay them as I pay any other businesses. Okay, so but also there are still more people that I've outsourced work to that are not even a part of my actual team. So I have an accountant who files my taxes for me and we work together just once a year. I also work with a bookkeeper who works with me when I need help with managing my bookkeeping. So I do all my bookkeeping myself, but often I just need like another eye to look at what I'm doing and bookkeeping. So that's categorizing my expenses and my income. And it's sort of complicated due to all the revenue streams that we have for Girl Craft. For more on revenue streams, you can check out our podcast number eight, Multiple Revenue Streams. But anyway, so I want to be able to see how much we profited from partnerships versus how much for events versus how much for online product sales versus wholesale versus in-person sale, et cetera, right? I want to know the differentiations in profits between all of these streams. So anyways, that's a whole other conversation, but I do have some help with organizing my finances. I've also worked with video editors, shout out to Abandon Ship Productions here in Oakland, And recently have outsourced the podcast editing as well. So I did edit the first two episodes, but it's, it's really a time suck. And like, I just get tired. (laughs) It's like takes two days. So I do have a little editing background. Fun fact. I used to have a a. 3am radio show on the UCSC radio station and it was called Late Night Lust. Anyways, editing just takes way too much time for me and truly drains my energy. So I use Fiverr and shout out to David for editing my podcast seamlessly at an affordable price. So you can check out David's studio on Fiverr if you want to work with him. Not an affiliate, just he's been great. And so I also just invested my website and a new logo. So Meredith from Quixotic Studio. Quixotic Design Studio did an amazing job, and she filled out a W-9 for me, just like our video editor. And so I sent out a 1099 at the end of the year. So if you want a W-9 filled out, you want a W-9 filled out if you give over $600. So same with if you receive $600. So the companies of brand partnerships will often have me fill out a W-9. So this is just a way for the IRS to know the difference between contractors and employees. And I know this can get a little confusing, but anytime you are giving away $600 or more to a person, then you will have them fill out a W-9 if they are not an employee. Okay, so switching gears a little bit, I'm going to talk about my internal team. So my internal team ebbs and flows. And as we continue to grow, we will have more roles available and more hours. So I've had help with more social media roles, responding to DMs, working on posting stories, things like that. Currently, I actually write all our social media copy and plan our content. I also always work with a partnership liaison, someone who is pitching and reaching out to companies who would want to partner with us. And that role is easy to see why it's important to outsource because that role literally brings in cash. That is their job. While the other role is a little bit more time-oriented, taking things off of my plate. So everyone who's worked for the internal team is also a contractor. Often, the people who work for me have their own business, and so that is a way to have them as a contractor, right? I'm hiring them for a specific project. Employees, it's a little bit more complicated. You're going to have to pay payroll taxes and obviously, like the health, health insurance and things like that and time off. So it gets a little bit more complicated when you hire someone as an employee. And often you want to hire someone as an employee if they're like just working for you, they might have other jobs, but they don't have their own business. And so that's how the IRS is going to view that as well. But for Girl Gang Craft, we have contractors, and we treat them as they're working projects for us. So currently we have one team member, Hannah, who is managing our stories in our Facebook group and doing some behind the scenes stuff for us to clear up my time. And we are also currently hiring a new partnerships liaison who will be managing partnerships, but also community outreach, PR, some copywriting, et cetera. Both of these roles right now are so essential for both my personal time management and to bring in revenue. So I know it is really totally scary to think about hiring someone, especially if the revenue isn't there yet, but it can be really be a game changer to free up your time for A, making more money, and B, to prioritize your free time. So how do you know you're ready to take on help? Maybe you've hit a revenue wall. You are sort of stuck in the space and can't exceed the ceiling. Maybe you've hit a time wall. Your calendar is full and there's literally nowhere else to grow. You can also just take the time to think about things that drain you. So for me, it is emails and was sewing, printmaking, even though I went to school for printmaking. Anyways, what drains you? So like, is it shipping? Can someone else do that? Is it customer service? Can you pay someone else to take those things off of your plate? You can also think about the things that may not be in your skill set. So can someone else do your graphic design? Is that going to be a better use of your time and money to have a super polished site and logo? Can someone else do your PR? Maybe someone else has better contacts than you, or maybe you have no idea how to expand your reach through PR. Think about where you want to go and what is holding you back. Maybe it is time to get help. So how do you find help? So you can post about it on your Instagram. You can post in Facebook groups like ours, the GGC community. You can post on LinkedIn or ask around your network. There are also sites like Fiverr where you can find virtual assistants. And of course, the world or country is your oyster, right? As many people are working remotely. And also many people want work right now. So in addition to finding humans who can help you out, you can also utilize Apps that can do some heavy lifting for you. Where you can automate, 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 do it. Create email templates for your frequently asked questions. Find out what kind of apps can help you with customer service, for instance. There are robots that connect to Facebook messaging, even. One of my favorite automations is Flowdesk for email marketing. So, not only is Flowdesk super designed forward and has beautiful templates, but Flowdesk is a tool to create automations meaning emails that automatically send without you having to click send. For instance, if you are a product-based biz and you offer 20% on your site if a customer signs up for your newsletter, then you can set up your Flowdesk to automatically send the discount code to the inbox of your customer. Furthermore, you can set up a welcome sequence, which will send a set of emails to your customer that talks about your product or your brand story. I love Flowdesk. They're SF-based, women-founded, and I've got you with a code for 50% off for life. So no matter how many contacts you have, it is only and always $19 a month. So that code is flowdesk.com. So that's F-L-O-Desk, D-E-S-K.com, slash C, the letter C, slash GGC2020. You're welcome. Another app that is good for automation is Calendly. You know that back and forth about trying to make appointments with someone else. Can you do Friday at 10? No, how about Wednesday at two? No, I can't. That's exhausting and a waste of everyone's time. So get Calendly and put up your availability and those who you can serve can just sign up. So it also integrates with Zoom. So a code can be sent to them immediately with the meeting URL. So you don't even have to do that. So I schedule all our podcast guests with Calendly I organize when I'm hiring or interviews with Calendly, it's a great service. So yay, automations, yay, time-saving. Okay, so that's it today for outsourcing. Let's recap. Think about the time sucks and where you feel drained. Find someone you trust to take on some of these projects. You don't have to hire them for 20 hours a week. Start by five or three even then also start to find places where you can automate. So whether that is simply having replies already written out in like a Google Doc or starting to find apps that can do the work for you, the key is to create shortcuts so you can focus on more important work. Okay, so I hope I've convinced you to at least start to think about what work you can outsource. Your time is so valuable. Yes, so is your money. But when you start to set tasks aside for someone else, you can come in and make more use of your time and make more money. Thank you so much for listening to the Girl Gang Craft podcast. Head to girlgangcraft.com slash podcast for show notes and more. See you next time.